If you've ever had music or voice lessons, you probably remember learning how important it was to familiarize yourself with every little symbol on a piece of sheet music. Dynamics and expression markings, you often end up with a small cache of Italian words at your disposal, vivace, grave, allegro, molto allegro. Many will tell you that uh, the key to start playing classical music successfully is to know exactly what is on the page and what it all means. This kind of experience has led to a big generalization in classical music, that classical musicians don't improvise. The profession doesn't seem to require it. It's not a skill you get tested on at most conservatories. I've always found it kind of strange when most other genres of music, like jazz and folk and pop, require improvising and playing by ear to some degree. So the question for this week's podcast to explore is why don't classical musicians improvise? I'm Christopher Burris. We're making it up as we go along this week on EtherCast from WFIU. You might wonder why this is even a question worth asking, and the reason is because classical musicians from the medieval era all the way through the middle of the 19th century improvised all the time. Johann Sebastian Bach, for example, earned his fame from his ability to improvise at the keyboard. We're listening to his musical offering, a collection of fugues and canons that have their origins, in a theme he received from Frederick the Great while visiting the Prussian court. The story goes that Bach improvised a three-part fugue on Frederick's theme on the spot, and when Frederick challenged him to six parts, he said he would need to work on the score and send it back to Frederick, which he did.
listening to one of my favorite opera openings, the beginning of Wagner's Das Rheingold. It seems like we often end up in the Romantic era when we ask questions on this podcast, and that's because it truly was a time of archetypal change for classical music, and improvisation did not escape the philosophical revolution. A shift occurred in the minds of audiences, composers, and critics that improvisation was secondary to composition. This was fueled by composer philosophers like Wagner, Liszt, and E.T.A. Hoffman, who wrote that music served as a door to the elemental forces that governed humanity, and therefore performing it to the exact specifications of the sheet music was paramount to the experience. Classical music at this time was not just entertainment, it was a shared intellectual and spiritual ritual, and with the stakes so high, improvisation took a backseat to pop and entertainment genres like jazz and folk music. The truth, though, is that this point of view is changing as we communicate more and more over social media, as the information of music becomes more readily available, our musical genres and traditions are starting to fuse together more rapidly than in previous centuries. Improvisation is coming back to classical music in at least two ways. Tastes for historical musical practices are changing, and there is a push to bring improvisation back to classical music through the popularity of Renaissance and Baroque music. More harpsichordists, for example, are learning to realize basso continuo on the spot, a form of accompanimental improvisation on bass lines that was used for opera and chamber music throughout the Baroque period. Another example is Yo-Yo Ma, who we are currently listening to play Bach's second unaccompanied cello suite. One of the most famous classical cellists of our time, Yo-Yo Ma collaborated on a couple of Americana albums with bassist Edgar Meyer and fiddle player Mark O'Connor in 1996. He famously required all of his parts to be written out, while O'Connor and Meyer improvised large portions of the music in the folk traditions that they were brought up with. By the time Yo-Yo Ma returned to another folk fusion project, his Goat Rodeo Sessions in 2011, he specifically opted for a part-written-out, part-improvised approach to the project, realizing that improvisation was becoming a part of the professional classical musician's tool bag. Join us next time on EtherCast as we explore more mysteries, ponder more curiosities, and question assumptions about classical music. Visit us on our website at wfiu.org ethergame, on Facebook, and subscribe to receive these episodes on Apple Music, where you can also leave us a review. If you want to test your own classical music knowledge, you can join host Mark Chilla and me on Tuesday nights for Ether Game, our classical music trivia quiz at 8 o'clock on WFIU. I'm Christopher Burris for the Ether Game Brain Trust. Thanks for listening and a happy Thanksgiving.